0: This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions.
1: Welcome to Group Quest. A new roundtable podcast from all things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. Join Medros as he gathers a strong group of voices from around the community to tackle the hottest topics of the month. And now, your host, Medros.
0: Welcome to another exciting and thrilling episode of Group Quest, your roundtable podcast, and I have a great group of people here to talk about all kinds of World of Warcraft topics. First off, I want to invite or welcome, I guess, uh, Maticus of World of Maticus to the show. Hey, hey! How are you doing there, Matt?
2: I'm good, I'm good. I'm on drink one, working my way
0: up. And, and, and how is the weather out in uh, in in Vancouver?
2: It is nice and rainy with a side of cloudy. Would you like my snow instead? No, because if I have snow, (laughs) I guess who has to shovel it? This guy. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'll take Uh, the puddles.
0: All right. Uh, Next up, we have Amy, who is also known on Twitter as the Wow Lawbringer. How are you doing, Amy?
3: I'm doing just fine. Uh, It's nice and cold here in Kansas City, Kansas. We got our snow on Monday, and then we're going to get some more next Monday.
0: Well, we had some for the last like three days, and it's like really heavy snow outside. So I'd be happy to toss you some of ours if you need any more.
3: No, I just finished shoveling my walks for the first time in a week because I'm a horrible neighbor.
0: <laughs> all right. And uh, we also have uh, returning to the show, Nevik James. How you doing, Nevik?
4: I'm doing all right, but I'm wondering what this snow thing is. I mean, what what uh-huh. is snow?
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, you go right. You sure go right ahead and mock
2: snow. Go right ahead. It's stuff we build snowmen out of. Oh, is that
4: is that what snowmen are made out of? You see, oh, yeah. here in California, it's nice and warm. Uh huh.
3: Yeah. Well the, the air conditioning in the airport shut down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, and uh, we also have Terrane, Right?
1: Is that right? No.
2: You totally okay. butchered the name.
1: <laughs> all right. Tarnay? and I, Every
2: time okay. someone mispronounces your name, I'm taking a drink.
1: <laughs> Go ahead and prepare to get smashed.
2: That's all good. That's not my podcast. This is Metro's <laughs> podcast. He's the editor. He gets to do whatever he wants, right? Indeed. Indeed. And how are you today?
1: I'm doing very well. Thank you.
0: Welcome to the show. I am glad to have you.
1: Thank you. I'm glad to be here.
0: And you and Nevik do a podcast, a new podcast together, right? Yes, yeah. we
1: do a very new episode or podcast
0: called The Overlords. And wh- wh- yeah. why don't you guys tell me the the summary or the idea behind that podcast?
4: Okay, well, Rillandune decided that it would be a great idea to go through his warden and explore the lore, so he invited me, Tara, and I, uh, Nabuka, and Sinister to roll warden with him. And we're, we recorded episode one just on Wednesday night. It's not yet up. Um, I believe Fim is, uh, is editing it because it, um, that, that's the other thing. We are a Twisted Nether production. Uh,
0: you know, that, that, that podcast is a pretty cool idea. If you guys want to come over to the Dawn Forge Network, you'd be, ha- you'd be very welcome. <laughs> Not that I'd be trying to steal from I'm Trying any to steal other people podcast. already? No, look no, look no, 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 no,
2: no. Be, be a good host now. Come on.
0: Well, Maticus, you also have a podcast of your own
2: that I heard you recently started, isn't that right? Maybe. And what's it Possibly. called? Possibly. I didn't come up with this name. Okay, first of all, it's I think it's the most cheesiest name <laughs> ever made, but I I it's called the Maticast. <clears throat> <laughs> I did is. not come up with the name. I spent like three or four weeks trying to brainstorm some other name, it was like I can't win. I can't think of anything else. Fine, we'll give it. We'll call it this name. But I swear to God, I thought it was the most cheesiest name ever. See, I still do. But
0: if, if I came up with like a podcast named Medicast, people would just think it's like a medical podcast, <laughs> which it really wouldn't work very well. Medicast.
2: We learn how to dissect little body parts and 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 treat various wounds and how to con- how to find cures for cancer, maybe. And
3: set bones with and set Medicasts. Bones.
2: oh i see what you did there i like it
0: uh (laughs) apparently there is a podcast called metacast (laughs) figures anyways uh and what's your podcast about there matt
2: oh it's just uh let's see it's practical advice for for mostly for healers and gms or raid leaders just you know it's just um a collection of different solutions and different problems that uh, either I've encountered or the rest of my team has encountered. And we'll just talk about, you know, different ways to handle uh, whatever problems out there exist for guilds or for raiding groups or for healers. And we we'll just talk about different ways to address them and fix them. And, you know, just practical advice, that kind of thing. Cool. How to and kill dragons. Just, let's just put it that way. How to kill dragons.
0: Always good to know how to kill dragons. Because you never always. know when those you show up and, like, ruin your town.
2: Absolutely.
0: Curse Deathwing. I know,
2: right? What's up with that? It destroys I, up the whole park.
0: I, I liked I like that I like that, that subzone. That was a really nice area. And my druid went there for training. Like, what the
2: heck? Come on. I took baths in that moon well.
0: Yeah. Okay. Anyways, we can read along. Um so we have a lot of topics to talk about the first thing I want to talk a little bit about was the guild XP and rep buff that happened or is, is going to be happening for the PTR. Um, What do you guys, do you guys think this is something they should have done sooner or is it something they shouldn't have done at all?
3: This is something that I'm sorry. I was just saying that uh, I, I absolutely adore it. Um, I've just started my sister on, wow, about a month little over a month ago now and we run hers DPS, myself as heals, my husband is tank, and we only have three people in that level range in our guild. So we don't have op- the option of doing guild runs this rate until we get quite further along. And so I'm thrilled that we'll actually be able to start getting XP and some more guild rep.
0: Yeah. It, it's it's really awesome to to see this change for me because my guild is a very small guild. Uh, it's the Heroes of Lordaeron Argent Dawn U.S. and it's basically a show guild for fans of the All Things Azeroth podcast and group quest. And a lot of people join but don't actually do a lot on their characters or they don't level very fast. So we're not getting a lot. Um, we're not getting a lot of uh, of. Guilds traps and experience uh, from our current members. A lot of them are starting level ones and stuff. so you're not getting a lot there. but it's nice to know that when they act, when people in the guild are actually doing lo- like dungeons together now, they can actually get some XP, even if there's only three of them. I mean, yes, they do have to do twice as many for the same amount, but uh, it's better than nothing.
1: I think that as a as a guild leader of a very small or as a relatively small guild, uh, we haven't hit the daily cap in forever. We're level, we're going on level five, and we haven't hit the daily cap in forever. And as we get more A fives, just being able to run with a couple of people that we do have is going to help significantly.
0: What, what about you, Matt? Are you? Is this going to affect your guild a lot, or do you usually have usually all guild runs?
2: Usually, you do. We do have all guild runs, but sometimes we're at the point now where we're just kind of bored on our mains. We switch over to the, um, you know, I mean, not bored, bored, but like when there's no raids going on or whatever, right? So we just switch over to alts and just do stuff on our alts. And, and it's kind of nice to have this variety of having three players, four players, or five players of a group to just, you know, go out and do dungeons and still get rewarded for doing that. Like there's no, there's no set limit. So I do kind of like how they've lowered the. Um, the, the minimum requirement of, of guild members within a group. I think that's a good change. Should have been done earlier, personally, but I guess they wanted to wait and see uh, how the, the rate of experience was going. Either that or they just, I guess maybe they never thought about it beforehand. Who knows? Yeah, and, oh. and for
4: me, the only, the only thing that's really going to affect my guild on scenarios is when uh, they, they eliminate the cap on, on guild experience once you hit level twenty three in the guild, at that point there is no cap and you can you can finish it out as fast as possible. So that's the only Save. thing that it's the only thing that my guild's looking forward to.
2: Are you saving those dungeon runs? Those guild dungeon runs? Deadmines at level 85? Get together as a group, as a guild, get the achievement? I
0: wish it's that I could work. I wish that I could go in and do a regular version of of the eighty-five Dead minds instead of oh. either regular like twenty or heroic, because I honestly I I don't think I can even get into heroic right now. Um, my my gear is not great.
2: Good segue into the next topic. Just saying.
0: <laughs> well,
2: what let's is the go into next,
0: next topic then.
2: I wonder uh, what it is.
0: So Blizzard, okay, this is really funny to me because Blizzard. Especially Crawler, who I think we all know fairly well as one of the dev- devs behind the game, did a very, very long, like too long to actually read it other than in summary, post basically detailing of their, their thinking behind heroics and how difficult they are and why they have to stay as hard as they are, and then proceeded the next day to nerf them all.
3: Well, one thing, I'll admit, I've not gotten any of my tunes up to 85 because I've been having just a blast on low level leveling but from what I understand right now there are only three dungeons that three normal dungeons that an 85 can queue for and if nothing else that that is just a huge problem there is that how can you say well if you can't cut a heroic go back to normal oh and here are the same three dungeons that you have nothing else to do like saying that having the level level a level 85 dead mines or Shadow Fang, just so you could figure out the bosses at level, and then try to do a heroic. Would that would make the heroic seem easier if for no other reason you've seen the stuff before.
4: Yeah, well, I th- I believe Blizzard's doing it from a business standpoint. I mean, one the the first rush of level 85s, you you would say are probably the more hardcore players, the more dedicated players, the players that know what they're doing. And they've already moved on to rating. So n- now you have the second and third waves of 85s, and they're the you know they're they're the people kind of like me that don't have all the time in the world to go run chain run dungeons to get gear to make the heroics easier. So from a business standpoint, it kind of makes sense for them to start you know easing the easing that uh, that difficulty level just a little bit. I mean, they still have plenty of mechanics in place that are going to not trivialize the encounters as we, you know, proceed on to, um, you know, 4.1, 4.2, once, once everybody starts getting access to tier gear. I, mean, I, I, don't, think it's a, I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, it, sure, you, you could complain about the fact that th- we're starting to head back in that direction of Wrath, but I don't think they're going to go that far. Because there's a couple differences here. One, we're not going to have, you know, 10-man and 25-man gear and then heroic gear on top of that. Every tier that just pushes the gear higher and higher and makes, makes those um, heroics just that much more trivial. So we have that. And then there's also the, um, I believe it's the, uh, I completely lost my train of thought, but uh, <laughs> it's, it, it's not a bad thing. I, I don't think it's a bad thing. They, they they want the heroics to still be challenging, but not, you know, like not pull your hair out challenging. They they want it to be they, they want it to be difficult but not too difficult. And I think that's I think that's why they're tuning them now.
0: Okay. Now, do you guys think that they will continue on this path or do you think they will kind of get it to where it, it is a good median and then leave it there?
1: I would like to see it get to a good median, but once people begin to outgear them again, we're going to have the same idea that came with RAS and they're going, then they're going to be too easy. They're, like like Nevic said, they're going to be too trivial. What happens then when they're too easy versus now when they're too hard? Is there ever going to be a median to even think about?
4: Well, I, I don't think they're going to get too easy. I, like I said, the mechanics are still in place, and they're. You're 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 not going to be able to face roll at least not until the end of the expansion I would say, and I I think they're what they're doing is the people who have already you know gotten into raiding and have raid gear, if if they want to run that you know daily heroic they they don't want it to be you know a thirty to forty five minute run, so they because what what's more frustrating than you know oh. I got to do my daily heroic and, oh, it's going to take a half an hour, 45 minutes or an hour if if you have new players in there. So what they're doing is they're adjusting not the difficulty on the boss encounters necessarily, although there are some adjustments there. But I think it's just more for, um, you know, how long it takes you to run a dungeon in a heroic. So that that when, when we do start running the dungeons, you know, over and over and over and we, we know the mechanics that, they're, it's still not going to take us a half an hour or 45 minutes to complete them.
0: You know, I kind of wish... I, I miss the days of, of Wrath Heroics. I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to say it. Um, yes, You're they not were the only face one. roll. Yes, they <laughs> were super easy. But you know what? I didn't have to spend three hours trying to complete one. And uh, I, I've been through one normal dungeon in Cataclysm. The tank didn't cease didn't ask for a CC, didn't mark anything. There was four wipes. We killed one boss, and Ow. then the group fell apart. Is sorry, that a product
2: of the dungeon, though, or is that a product of the group?
0: If this is a rat dungeon, we would have cleared it in less time than it took to for the group to fall apart. True. Is, is that a product of the dungeon or part of the per- of the people that we had there? I don't know. Um, it, it just strikes me as. Yes, I understand why Blizzard wanted to make things hard. They they want dungeons to be difficult. They want it to be a pain. They want you to work for your gear. Um, great, but I I want to be able to get the gear. And I kind of wish they had eased us into it a little bit. I guess. Um, yes, the the Halls of Reflection dungeon, th- the three dungeons there, uh, the five mans that we had, those were 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 difficult. They they. They changed how we thought. But people, by the end of Wrath, were still face-rolling through those dungeons. Because they could get the the emblems from all the other heroics and just buy all the gear they wanted.
3: I will say, though, actually, while you're talking about those, is that even at the very end of the expansion, I was playing resto Shaman. And people... I would be in groups that would wipe on Garfrost because people thought that they didn't have to pay attention to the mechanics. And even that fight, even in raid gear, I couldn't heal people who didn't think to clear their debuff. That... I I, I think it's easy to have a... It was... Most of the uh, Wrath dungeons were really, really easy. But there were still a couple that were a challenge that people, it seems... Maybe I just was too incompetent to heal through that. But... They weren't all as easy as it's easy to think that, oh, yes, well, every single one of them was easy. And no, there were still some that were still a challenge. I, I was still wiping on Heroic Halls of Reflection on a not routine, but it was not unusual to have that happen.
4: Yeah, yeah most of those wipes in Halls of Reflection were on the trash, though, on the spirit yes. waves. Lord. Because people would not follow marks. Yeah, you know, missed their
2: interrupts, didn't use their CCs. You know when they had to, like you know you've got all, this, all these skills here, just didn't bother using them at all.
1: And then they blame it on the tank or the healer for not doing the job.
2: Oh, don't yeah. get me started. Do not get me started.
4: <laughs> but I, I think we're I think we're going to find a happy medium in uh in Cataclysm because the mechanics appear to be things that you're not going to be able to ignore. I I don't think you're going to be able to ignore the mechanics like in Throne of Tides where you. Um, the second boss, where you have to, the tank has to move out of that, out of that um, attack that he does right in front of him, and then it starts to grow and stuff like that. I mean, eventually they'll probably t- start to tune it down just so that the more, the majority of the player base can, you know, have success through it, because that's the main thing that I think Blizzard is, you know, concerned about. What they have to, they have to appease their hardcore crowd which have now mostly moved on to raiding. But they also have to appeal to, you know, the, the casual player. And I, I don't think they want to do it right away because, you know, we still have at least two more raid tiers to get through before, before we start getting back to that, um, you know, face roll or speed running or whatever you want to do with the heroics. So I, it's because if, if the casual player you know if they don't do something to make these heroics a little bit more interesting uh, or at least more fun for them it they're going to stop playing and i don't think blizzard wants to, wants to you know start shooting themselves in the foot so it's kind of a precarious position that they find themselves in but i think they're going to do fine with it
3: i will say one of the ways in which they made the situation even worse is by making leveling so easy I am just floored by how quickly I'm able to level without heirlooms or anything. And so people are able to breeze through the leveling content, which doesn't have any of those kind of mechanics to actually teach you that stuff before you hit the 85 heroics. You breeze through it and then you wind up at 85 and you can't do the heroics because you've never learned how to do those skills and what is there to do? Archaeology?
0: Yeah, I I leveled my main Medros through 85 in Uldum and I loved it. I did not have, I did not require a group for anything. Uh, everything was just on the rails, very streamlined and very, very easy to run uh, in, in the leveling. Um, I really, really enjoyed it.
4: Yeah, actually it's kind of funny. I'm leveling a mage right now through wrath content. And whenever I get those group three quests, I'm like, Oh, I can't solo this. Even as a frost mage, it's it's actually kind of frustrating.
0: Yeah, oh. uh, I I think that's the one thing that um you know for all all the problems that I have with Blizzard in this expansion, I think phasing was highly overused in Aldum and caused some problems with mining and and herbing in there and stuff out there. Uh, but overall, I think this, the the Questing was done very well
2: in this expansion. That was your biggest problem in Alden? Amazing. Yes. You kidding me? Mine was cutscene. Oh, cutscene. Hey, <laughs> cutscene. Hey, look, cutscene. And they weren't even good cutscenes. I know. A, a lot I of think,
4: them were like, oh, hey, look, there goes my character running up the hill. Camera pan, right? Yeah.
3: Side I by think, side uh, action shot. Mike Sacco had the best uh, tweet on that, which was. Instead of doing Old doom, why why doesn't Blizzard just give everybody a level of experience for watching the uh, three Indiana Jones movies? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Best idea ever. Yeah.
3: I
1: like. I found out that there's a big Antoine Dotson reference in there. A the little German goblin. is would you kids? how All
2: those random little inferences.
3: Though, and I just want to bring this up because I haven't heard anybody else talk about it. Um, on the attack on booty Bay, uh, quest, you get a phase version of booty Bay where the worgen pirates are attacking. And if you go to the exchange, there are three Worgans sitting on the roof singing, Awu, a pirates life for me. It, It is the most random and just incredibly hilarious thing I think I'd ever seen in in the new leveling experience and i've heard nobody talk about it because it's like nobody paid attention in their chat window while they were over there because it, it only appears during that one phase
4: Hmm. let's go do it then yeah is, is that eight. is that alliance side or is it board side
3: that is a uh, neutral it's a booty bank oh, okay. quest so both sides oh, can do yeah. it i'll
4: go check it out yeah i'll have to check that out
0: yeah all right, uh, so let's move on to our next topic. And uh, this is actually uh, a two, a dual pronged sort of topic. Uh, first, I noticed this week that Blizzard has now added a uh, Blizzard customer service account for Europe on Twitter. Now, this adds to their normal Blizzard CS, which I assume covers North America. What do you guys think? the perception from the players is of such an account. Do, 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 you, do, you guys, do you guys think that players actually expect to be helped?
1: I think they do, and I've seen, at least from Blizzard, I know that Nevix had some problems with Twitter support, but Blizzard CS seems to be, at least for the American, you seems to be pretty on top of things. I mean, I've seen a lot of people interact back and forth with them, and I think that that particular type kind of fuels wanting help from social networks.
0: Hmm. What do you, What else do you guys think?
3: I don't know. I I can't imagine any question I'd have that I'd want to submit to a Twitter feed, just because you have no clue when it would actually get answered and how help how how much help can they give you in 140 characters?
2: Your server's down for maintenance for four hours.
3: That <laughs> That would have been helpful for uh, Tuesday's yeah. bizarre error. That That would have been wonderful for that. My My sister started uh, whispering me. She's like, I think my WoW is broken. Just I have no idea what errors. bizarre error
1: you're talking about.
3: <laughs> um, instead of letting you log in uh, from the launcher and just saying the servers are down, it wouldn't even let you open the launcher. It was said that it couldn't connect to the server.
4: Oh, I, I think I
2: saw something oh, about yeah, that. Yeah. I remember that error as well. I got that on, uh, on the Tuesday. I don't remember why it happened, but I saw it as well.
3: It just part of the maintenance, but it was, yeah. I will say that would have been a good thing that a Twitter help service could actually have answered. But I can't imagine most problems could be reduced to 140 characters.
4: Yeah, I I think it's mainly just a supplemental or, or just you know informational account, and um, there's going to be limits on it, and I don't think anybody's going to expect. You know, full technical or customer support through Twitter I mean although I, I guess you know I guess my own problems with Twitter support you know bugs me, but uh um, yeah I, I I don't see I don't see too many players would expect you know, oh hey, my account's been hacked, hey, oh, I can tweet this and get it fixed Now, I, I don't think too many players are going to think that
0: okay well i mean there are other companies that do support on twitter like comcast uh zappos and other companies that are very happy to do support on twitter does does their does their ability to support on twitter it you know does that make people think that blizzard should be able to as well and you know how would that differ do you think it's more of a well a lot of problems for people on on Blizzard stuff is they they need account logins and stuff and you'd be able to verify that the right person and so on. What do you guys think? Yeah,
3: not sure how Twitter I I don't know, I just Yeah, here here's my account name and password. Can you tell me why I can't get into my account? (laughs) I I mean I I was amazed when, when I was working for WoW Insider the the stuff that people would email us thinking that we were World of Warcraft and that we could fix. And I can see idiots posting all kinds of information that they really don't want. Some Uh, things don't
2: change, Amy. Trust me.
3: Oh, I I didn't think it did change, but I didn't want to speak for anything I didn't have firsthand knowledge of.
2: (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I can can imagine that. uh, You guys, people do sometimes think that, you know... People here at All Things Azeroth have inside information that we have access to people at Blizzard and can get answers to questions. And, uh, yeah, not really. You don't? No, I-, I wish. What? I wish I had a contact at Blizzard who could answer all of their questions and mine. Unfortunately, I don't.
2: Disappointed. I'm
0: sorry. I- I'm-, I'm disappointed myself, too. I, I wish I could get the kind of those kind of, kind of contacts. So... Amy, you're, you're trained as a lawyer. What are the legal ramifications of trying to do support on social networks and trying to provide information um, as a publicly traded company? I mean, I'm sure there are issues with that kind of thing.
3: Well, this kind of stuff, um, I'm not super familiar with simply because there's actually less law on some of these things than you might expect. But. I mean, the the biggest issues I can think of are ones just relating to account security. Um, if they have permission to actually go ahead and handle these things over somebody else's forum, I mean, maybe it's good advertising for Twitter. But does Twitter really want to be hosting a large company's uh, a, a large company's help desk? Y- you can see how that's not necessarily a great business decision for them as well. Yeah. I, I um, can definitely see that point. So, that's, I'm thinking of some many contractual issues there that they would have to resolve. I'm thinking there's really not a lot of legal issues with that specifically. But, it just seems like a really bad idea because Blizzard doesn't want to have to deal with I got hacked because I thought this thing was secure when it's not. I mean, they get enough garbage from people who can't read as it is, they should probably avoid just logic to my mind, they should avoid doing more things that would get them in trouble with the people who can't read
0: I mean, there's people who can't read in this in playing this game how do they, how would they ever go through the text of the quests and how would they ever understand what they have to do oh, the sparkly thing on the ground, never mind
3: <laughs> and I'm, I'm thinking of the Into the Machine go south to the mine okay, I'll, I'll head north
2: that's awesome
3: and then you, you rescue that guy and he says, go over, you tell him to go over there, he says, oh, that's in the Barrens, right? <laughs>
2: yeah. you know, I'm actually looking through their Blizzard CS uh, timeline right now and a lot of the stuff is actually pretty useful from a general standpoint there isn't a whole lot they can do, like, if you're trying to be specific, like, they can't really deliver um, account to player support, the best they can do is just direct traffic. You know, Hey, you have a question about this class, or you have a question about your account, or you know, you've been hacked, go to these pages. Is there a system maintenance underway? Well, guess what? We're going to be down from here to here. There's a scam going on right now where people are trying to steal your account information under the basis of a free, of a free mount. Watch out for it. You know, Just random stuff like that, I think it's a, it's a good thing. It's more from a general um, perspective.
0: So I don't, does anybody hear PVP at all?
4: I used not, to. Not so I far. plan on PvPing again, eventually. Not
3: since eighty five. Is it level eighty
1: five or nineteen eighty five? Not since level eighty five. I was I was pretty decked out in level eighty.
4: I haven't I haven't PvPed since the Burning Crusade, so I'm 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 a little I'm a little rusty.
1: That's more like nineteen eighty
3: five.
2: World PvP.
3: Actually, I remember one time I was in uh, Forge of Souls and I sheeped something and somebody looked at me and said, what is this, The Burning Crusade? But Anyway, random Burning Crusade comments.
2: <laughs> I haven't done a whole lot of Battlegrounds myself. The only PvP I've really done is just you know, you're doing Crucible of Carnage and there's like both factions in the area trying to get their quest done and then one guy just happens to fat finger another target or whatever, hits the horde player, and then the horde player retaliates and then everyone else retaliates and then no one gets their their quest done. <laughs> That's the extent of my PvP experience thus far.
0: Have you guys done any was helping the Alliance. I don't...
1: Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was helping the Alliance during my Crucible of Carnage, but I don't play on a PvP server.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I... PvP server, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: I, I, I don't. Yeah. I, I don't have any other level eighty fives in my guild at this time, so um, I haven't done any uh, any anything that would require other than you know anybody other than myself.
3: Yeah, no no PVP here. My, my definition of PVP is racing a hordey to the nearest node.
0: Yeah, have you guys done any Tolbrad runs at all? Any uh, any running through the PVP area of Tolbrad? I mean,
1: I haven't like... even seen Tolbrad. Same I've, barely,
4: here. I've barely even stepped on Eastern Kingdom soil other than to get my uh singing sunflower, so no.
2: Okay. Doing dailies there is, is uh is very brutal though for sure. Especially on a PvP server. Just gotta be careful. The actual battleground or the um battleground, yeah, is that what you call it nowadays? Yeah, I guess that's what you would call it. But the actual yeah. no, what does it call it? The the, the Tolberad like area. The world. Not not the questing area, but the you know, the offense-defense part?
1: I, I don't know what it would be called, but it wouldn't
2: be a battleground. Uh, it's not a battleground, but I couldn't think of another word for it because it's not really anything else. It's just, you know, it's there. Okay. It's just there. But that part's kind of brutal, especially if you're on um, if you're on offense. And uh, I'm glad that they're going to make a couple of those much-needed tall-brad changes, though. Thank goodness. I think they were much-needed. They probably should have been implemented earlier, but, well, at least now they recognize it, and hopefully these fixes will... Kind of make it less of a face-palming, head desk banging experience. Those yeah. are the words, right? So.
0: It's it's it is a bit frustrating that they took so long to address it, and it, I mean, they have said that there's going to be fixed, you know, changes coming in this uh, 4.0.6 patch. But I don't actually know if we're going to see anything at this point.
2: Not right away. Not till a patch. I don't think.
0: Well, I don't know if the the patch is going to have enough in it to actually make a, a decent change to it that makes it a, a you know less of a problem, more of a uh, um, a tweak. than we need to really, really rethink the uh, design of this place, which is what it seems like it needs right now.
1: From what I understand, they admitted. Yeah.
0: Go ahead, anybody.
1: I know that they admitted their mistake with the honor, when they increased the honor to, like, 1800 which is, like, almost half of the honor cap. So at least they know and they're willing to say, hey, we did it wrong.
0: Yeah, admitting they were wrong is definitely a good start.
4: I, 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 I'm still baffled that they put that Band-Aid and didn't expect wind trading to immediately start occurring. I mean, really, did, did they really not think that would happen, that... That Horton Alliance would hate each other so much that they'd be like, No, I'm gonna deny you your eighteen hundred honor. Screw you. You you can you can just sit here as we camp and hold on to Tolbarad." But I, I don't know. I, I think it's gonna be at least four point one before we start seeing any, you know, like they've gone back to the drawing board on Tolberod and I I honestly think that part of the problem was like with Corey Stockton's uh address was that it seemed like he was more focused on the you know, the ability to get into Tolbarod rather than the actual mechanics of Tolbarod. And um, I, I don't know. Is tenacity something that needs to be brought back just so that more players can actually get in there? Because on a heavily imbalanced popula- on a imbalanced realm, you know, it's really hard to, if you're if you're the dominating faction to get into that. So I, I don't know what they're gonna do.
3: Yeah, it seems like again I don't PvP much, but uh, it, it seems in this and then several other things, other bugs that have come up. It's like the developers—they're they're so used to like playing against each other, they don't think how how will the rest of the player base deal with this. It's like they they don't play against other player, other normal players enough to really get a feel for the culture in some respects, like. How could they not realize they're just going to set up win trading? That maybe they're all diehard hoardies and couldn't imagine letting Alliance win so that they could win it back. But it's it's like there's a little bit of a disconnect between them and the player base in terms of expectations.
4: But may, maybe we'll actually see aerial combat force its way into Tolbarod. Oh, wait, that was Wintergrasp. And that didn't Let's nice try,
2: buddy. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> I see yeah.
4: What you did
3: there. A- after this, well, after what ha- they had to do to Oculus to get somebody to even complete the thing, I-, I can see why they'd shy away from aerial combat.
4: But it was so fun.
3: It was fun. Of course, I never saw it pre-nerf, so. You know, I I, I thought that,
0: Overall, Wintergrasp was fairly well-designed. At least better designed than it appears Tolbarad is. Am I wrong on that?
4: I, I only ended up running Wintergrasp a couple times, but I had a lot of fun, Um, even though I didn't know what I was doing. But it, it was beautiful zone, and I liked the tenacity buff. That was kind of cool. You know? And it we wasn't impossible are... to get in.
1: Yeah, we are on a horde-dominated server, so... After a while, it just seemed that Wintergrass became, hey, let's go to the nearest graveyard and wait for the Alliance to pop. I mean, Wintergrass had great mechanics and great objectives and great achievements to go with it. But after a while, the Alliance just stopped coming. You'd have people with 18, 19, 20 stacks of tenacity, and it was ridiculous.
3: I'm on a more balanced server. One of the things I really loved about Wintergrass was it was a great place for farming your elementals. That you could just really get a lot of uh, herbs and you could really get a lot of the elementals you needed for your crafting. And that, that was just that was about the only thing that got me to risk being in a PvP zone and being flagged is because it was just so lucrative.
2: I don't know if that's... actually it, it would be applicable here because there's I think there's two places right now where this very valuable herb called Whiptail uh, can be acquired from. One is along the rivers of Oldham and the other one's out in Tolbarad. So you make it, if you make an herb scarce and you place one of its locations in a heavily uh, developed PvP zone, you're going to get a lot of combat. So this is where, and yeah, and, and for, for druids especially, you can't exactly like fly in and, you know, herb and, and get the heck out of there, right? Because you can't fly in that area at all.
3: Excellent. But,
2: yeah, it's kind of nice, but on the other hand, it means you are fair game for the other side if they see you there because that, you know, you're flagged. And, uh, hey, guess what? You're going to have to kind of fight for that, for the two or three uh, pieces of herbs or, or the ore or whatever it is that you're going for. So, yeah, that's kind of how Tolberat is right now, unfortunately. It's, I'm hoping they'll, they get those fixes. in. I saw some of their ideas, though, like they want to modify their objectives or something. Instead of, giving, instead of uh, relying on... Um, was it having three points captured? You can get two points, and the third one can go a bit quicker, or give you a, gives the offense team a little bit of an advantage that prevents the defending team from turtling up in just in, in one uh, in one part of the map. That's kind of what really annoys me the most because it was it all it became was just a big giant chasing game. You would chase the defending team until time ran out. That's how it goes. So hopefully this stuff gets fixed pretty soon. Makes it a little bit more enjoyable again. Yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Having issues on the Mac here.
3: To air is human. To really foul up, it takes a computer.
0: Ain't hey, that sure. the truth. Um, so what do you guys think is... the What do you think the likelihood is that by the time Deathwing is released as a beatable boss that we will actually have... Um, Brad as a less bugged, less troublesome zone.
3: I would hope that they would try to fix stuff that came out with at release bef- and get that fixed before they would unleash the crowning bad, but that's just me.
2: Yeah, I'm sure it'll stabilize and even out as well before Deathwing. Deathwing's expected to be in, what, the last patch, second to last patch or whatever? I don't think they've said. Hopefully.
3: If- I think we can, it'd be safe to go off the example of Lich King and that he's going to be at least 3 3.
0: I would yeah, imagine that'd be absolutely. about right. So, do you guys think that uh, 4.0.6 will be out in the next week or two? And what do you guys think of the changes so far in there?
4: I get the to cleave with my out. fists. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> the changes stick out the most for me is. The way they're completely redoing retribution paladin mastery, and I've been doing that just as much as I've been doing holy, so I'm pretty sad.
4: And I'm pretty happy because uh, the combat rogue changes are pretty are pretty sexy. I mean, um, I, I my main rogue is primarily assassination, but uh, the rogue that I'm rolling with uh, the overlords will definitely he'll definitely go with fists and be a cleaving. A cleaving rogue with no shirt on. He's he's going to do Darius
1: on trouble. (laughs)
4: He's he's going to make Darius Crowley proud, so proud.
1: (laughs) (coughs) I won't have uh, healing wave to heal you, so you'll have
3: to make (laughs) do. Oh, um, they just just today I noticed that they released that. Healing wave is actually going to have a different spell animation. It's going to be blue and watery instead of just pirated off of the druids.
2: I have to and see this now.
3: That I is quite... Uh, that is quite nice. Just, I'm a shaman, not a druid. I, I, am, I have water-based magic and not green leaves running around.
4: But I, I would say that 4.0.6 will probably... I wouldn't say next week or the week after that probably what may- maybe three weeks out because it just recently went up on the ptr and what the, their general track record is usually what three to four weeks on the ptr before they roll it out yeah it sounds about right
2: i'm shooting for two weeks though because i'm really optimistic foolishly optimistic shall we say but a lot of these changes, like I've been on there already, just kind of messing around with stuff, and these seem kind of solved. There's a couple of errors and, and bugs here and there that weren't quite implemented in yet. I'm, I don't want to say this for certain, but I, I kind of think that their internal builds are several builds ahead of what's actually released. Like this is just the stable stuff, right? And the stuff that they have going on inside their headquarters probably a little bit further along. And once that stuff gets, uh, gets all completed and stuff, I, I think. I can I can see them releasing that as um, within you know within a timely fashion, hopefully. God, I don't want to wait like another six months for another patch that fixes this stuff. Can you imagine putting up with frost mages who are overpowered for the next six months? Come on, man.
0: I like my classes to be, you know, middle of the road DPS, not like bottom end of the spectrum. About- yeah, I mean my ret Paladin does not too bad a Dps but he could definitely be better uh, my balance really low dps I find i can I can crit really high but overall unless i'm unless I got some really good crits going I'm bottom dps in anything that i am doing
2: buffs I think those I think those classes and specs got buffed
0: that's what I'm hoping i yeah. I, I, I don't I try very hard not to look at PTR builds, because as any player who's been playing this game for a significant period of time and watches those changes, they can be like a soap opera and get your hopes up and dash them quicker than you can say boo. I have
3: to admit, I've been looking at the, the Disc Priest, and that's what I've been leveling uh, through the Dungeon Finder. Uh, I am really looking forward to that, to having the the shields buffed like 200 percent
2: it's so awesome isn't it is it
3: so very awesome i mean i i never run out of mana now so i can only hope this means i won't run out of mana when i'm finally getting into like higher than level 50 dungeons
2: oh just you wait just (laughs) you wait and see remember strong shields means more mana but all in all good changes
3: yeah I will say Pally tanks are absolutely wonderful right now with their uh, word of glory, self-healing. I can sleep, and if, if I just fit brain freeze for a minute, I, I don't have to worry about the tank being dead. Which is good when I sleep with the tank every night. He doesn't appreciate me letting him die.
0: I would imagine not. Yeah, I, I've actually... Uh enjoyed the word of glory thing because sometimes it'll actually give me a a second regen of my holy power, uh, on occasion, just, which is really helpful to, as I'm leveling and trying to, uh, work on his, um, staying alive thing. That's really a big thing for me, but I haven't really tanked on him because I I don't want to be one of those idiot tanks that doesn't do things right.
4: I want to bring up, I I was, I was going to say, I want to bring up one thing that I'm, that I'm still disappointed that Blizzard hasn't fixed, and that, and that's the uh, the blood boil animation. I, I, I want my blood boil animation back, because I, I have barely even touched my Death Knight since uh, since that change happened, and I'm very I'm a very sad Death Knight. With my, I I want to tank again, but blood boil sucks now. It just it doesn't it just it doesn't have that epic feel to it anymore, and and Blizzard fix it. Please, fix it.
2: What's that phrase? Working as intended? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. I can't get in my death knight at all.
1: I've had 12 death knights rolled, and they in a very levels between 58 to 62. Something like that. I don't get them either.
4: They're fun to tank with. I, I, I love tanking on my death knight. It's just... It's just ever since they changed Blood Boil to being um, a bastardized version of the Paladin's uh, uh, what's that ability? I, f- I forget what it's called, but it it, it looks exactly the same, just a slight color difference. But
3: consecrate? Consecrate? No, 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 no,
4: no, no, not not that one. The uh, it's um, what does it do? Shoots holy shocks or something like that. I, I know what you're talking
3: about. It. Holy wrath. Yes, holy yeah. wrath.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it blood boil looks like holy wrath now, which mm. is really sad. Ugh. Holy Wrath's pretty boring actually.
0: That's very. That's actually a very boring ability, visually at least. So, going back to uh, to dungeons and and trying to get geared. Now, there's actually a post on Wow Insider a couple of days ago from Fox Van Allen. And he wrote basically that players trying to get geared enough to do heroics, which require, I believe, an average eye level of 329, I believe.
3: That's correct. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, Blizzard is apparently still under the conception, misconception, I believe, that they should be putting players into dungeons that can't get them that level of gear or better at 85. What do you guys think of that? And what do you think of the, the need for a certain um, gear level average to actually get into a heroic dungeon?
3: Oh, gear for checks I think in. are good. Yeah.
1: I'm a big proponent of skill versus gear. Skill is greater than gear. I agree.
3: Agreed. I, I still think that... From what I understand of these heroics, sufficient skill still won't get you past the gear check, though. That's very, very true. So as long as there are mechanics that are essentially gear checks, then the random dungeon finder should give a gear check.
1: It is my understanding that you can manipulate that, though. Manipulate the gear check just to get in. You can, but... It doesn't even have to be gear you're actually going to use.
2: Yeah, you can I can get like off spec gear or something like that and just use it to game my way in there. But what good is that gonna do me as a player? I get in the dungeon and I'm gonna be frustrated to all hell and back because the the stuff that I'm wearing on my character isn't enough to get me over the top and get me get me those boss kills that I need. Like I, I, I know that there's people out there that do it and I personally don't think that's a good idea because you're only kind of you're just ripping yourself off personally. Like that that indicator for other
3: people off.
2: Yeah, exactly. And it ruins the experience for other people because hey, you're in this heroic, but you're not even geared enough to do it yet. And I understand the whole this whole gear level versus skill argument. And and believe me, I've weighed this myself, like from all different perspectives and stuff. But at the end of the day, not only do you need the the CCing skill, not only do you need the tanking and the healing skills to get through the dungeon. But like it or not, those bosses are going to hit for a certain amount. Their abilities are going to hit players for a certain amount. There's enrage timers and stuff like that. You have to have a certain level of DPS. Even if you're doing everything correctly and, and using the right spells at the right time, blowing your cooldowns and all that stuff, there's still a very strong chance that you may not make that enrage encounter, that you can't heal damage of, of whatever magnitude that the boss does. All because you know, your gear level isn't at the minimum level that's needed. And you can have all the skill in the world, but in the, at the end of the day, you know, if you don't have the stats to do it, you don't have the stats to do it. So I do strongly suggest, you know, to all players that to don't game... The uh, the mechanic you can probably get away with like maybe 328 or 327 if you're running with a guild group maybe they're maybe they're a little bit more top heavy right like if someone's got a 340 eye level and you got a 325 eye level hey it kind of balances out because it looks at the cumulative DPS of the entire group not so much the individual so in, in that regard you know I I would strongly strongly suggest um, just do what you can to get your gear and just try not to cheat the system because it's there sort of for a reason, and you kind of need both the skill and the gear to get forward. And it's going to be a, mute, a moot
4: issue anyways. I mean, oh, yeah. come, come 4.1, you know, your justice points are going to be able to buy tier 11. So, I mean, the, the, gear, the gear is going to become more plentiful, and heroics are going to be a lot easier. And hopefully Blizzard will continue to release at least one five-man every tier of raid content. That that pushes the envelope and pushes you know, pushes that uh, that requirement at least for that dungeon up a little bit higher. That way you know you, you while while you make it easier for some you know you, you still need to you still need to work at it still need to get better gear in order to to increase what what you can do and the more dungeons that you can see and it, it I would say everything points in that direction. It's just it's a waiting game right now it's i mean when is 4.1 going to come out well hopefully not too soon but hopefully not too far from now at the same you know
3: so to get back to the fox van Allen's post one of the issues that he brought up was that you know you can go from 80 to 85 in roughly 20 hours of dedicated questing which means it's very easy for you to have just been doing quests, and to end up leveling out of those two early dungeons. And in which case, you're kind of screwed because when you try to get into heroic, you don't even know what they're capable of on the regular level. And so long as there's only five dungeons available in this in the expansion, you might as well be able to queue for them all at uh, level cap so you can just get the experience and be prepared at least somewhat for when you've got to do the heroics.
4: And didn't they increase the item level of the drops from both the Throne of the Tides and Blackrock Caverns? I mean, they're, they're still not, you know, the equivalent to the level 85 normals, but they're, they're still a step in the right direction to help help that gear, get your, your average item level gear up higher. That way you can possibly start running heroics. But there's... I forget what it was. They I remember there was a post before Cataclysm came out where they stated that you were going to have to do your rep, like rep gear was going to matter again and that you were going to have to grind your rep in order to get gear to do heroics to then grind in heroics to get raid gear and and so on and so forth. So, I, I think we're still in in that we're, we're still in that level of ment- of their mentality.
3: If that I makes any Then sense. They, they didn't put earlier, in a lot of daily quests. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, you're fine. Uh, we were just talking earlier. Um, Tasha Lee in the chat room and I were talking. People do care about rep items more than this expansion than they did the, the last expansion. And I think that's probably why. Because it's a step, in, step to where we need to be to get where we need to go. Hmm.
0: Do you guys think that Blizzard will make it easier for players to get gear other than nerfing those heroics? At like now that they're nerfing heroics, do you think they'll make it easier for players to get into those heroics now?
3: Mm, they might. I, I, I don't know. I, I suppose they could always increase your rep rewards so that you don't have to quest through two zones in order to even get friendly with the Earth and Ring sort of issues. And mm-hmm. so. It, boosts the rep gains you get so when you hit 85 it's not as much of a grind to get those rep items. That would work.
1: I don't. If, if they are as hard as they seem to be right now, even nerfing them the little bit they say they're going to, I would hope they wouldn't lower the item requirement if they're as hard as they say they are.
3: And I suppose the other problem is that they can nerf them to the ground, but now the word's out that they're so super hard. I mean, how long did it take people to actually start running Oculus even after they nerfed it to the ground? Yeah, it, when they
2: offered people, the Drake. It
3: got people's heads as, you can't do this. And so even when they, it was a face roll, people wouldn't want to do it. So that, that's a problem they might have to deal with.
0: All right. Um, well, let's see here. I think that Blizzard will eventually make it easier. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon, though, because as much as people hate running the gear, the 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 uh, dungeons that they are not going to properly get gear for, I think that Blizzard has a game plan, a a uh, a plan in mind of what they're and when they're going to do each each change that uh, will impact the players in this manner. Um, I hope that Blizzard does it soon enough that uh, players will not be hating the uh, the game by that point. But I, I think we'll have to wait and see what Blizzard decides in that regard because I think an, a lot of complaining has been done. A lot of complaining will be done. Uh, whether that will have an impact and, and land on the right ears, I, I think we'll have to wait and see on that because I don't think they've heard... The, the meaning behind the complaints because as much I hear complaining about heroics are hard, getting into, into heroics can be just as hard uh, for a lot of players I've talked to. But uh, moving, moving along here, um, Amy, I want to, to talk with you a little bit because um, about this, this next story, and this is about the gaming patents that we talked about uh, earlier today. And um, basically, it is that uh, a patent was uh, issued to a company called Walker Digital um, that has something to do with database-driven online distributed tournament system. Yes. Which sounds very much...
3: I actually pulled up the patent uh, just for this. It's a method of conducting an electronic tournament, tournament for a plurality of players, where you exchange information between a central controller and a player. And where you transmit the information, and the information uh, influences gameplay. That is what they have patented.
0: Okay, isn't that generally the idea behind 90% of the MMOs that have been in the market for the last decade and a half?
3: Exactly.
2: Games, even. Uh,
3: this is why they... Uh, this is not the first lawsuit that this company, uh, Zynga, has uh, launched, or excuse me, uh, Walker has launched. Uh, they've ended up suing, th- they're what's commonly called in patent parlance, a patent troll. They're somebody who tries to make a ton of money by getting a very, very broad patent that probably shouldn't have issued in the first place. And uh, then suing everybody who violates that patent.
2: That's how they make money.
3: And that's, th- that's their main money maker. This is why uh, my character over in WoW Insiders is a troll rogue named Patent.
4: <laughs>
0: Funny. So the 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 critical flaw in this lawsuit is the fact that the US patent system is flawed greatly.
3: Yes. Um Blizzard is clearly in violation of the patent because the patent is so broad. It covers pretty much every online tournament ever conducted. Okay. Um, But it's a patent. It is a valid patent to try to fight it. Blizzard would have would probably have to argue that the patent shouldn't have issued, which is a very expensive proposition. So this case will almost certainly end up getting they'll Pay off Walker Digital some settlement of maybe half a million dollars or less and tell them to go sue somebody else and that'll be the end of it. They're not really expecting to get a huge payout they're just one they're almost certainly just uh, filing this kind of lawsuit to get a settlement. Patent trolls are essentially the the ambulance chasers of uh intellectual property law
0: do you think that zynga has any any better chance than blizzard does i mean i seen blizzard has a lot more money one would think though they are quite profitable considering they, they made more money last year than facebook did
3: <laughs> i hadn't heard that one but um, probably not i mean th- these sorts of lawsuits it's just easiest to to almost everybody just goes ahead and pays a settlement because even if, even if Blizzard Activision were to win this, to somehow win this, they would almost certainly spend more in attorney's fees than what the settlement uh, would make the suit go away.
0: Hmm. And by Blizzard and probably Zynga settling this, do you think that will cause this, patent troll to, uh, to go after other companies as well? I mean, there's a lot of companies out there that would fall under that patent.
3: Um, oh, certainly. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, I, I believe I read a case... I mean, Blizzard, this is not the first one that's happened. A Blizzard gets slapped with these... I, I have a Google search for World of Warcraft and lawsuit. Um, <laughs> Blizzard gets slapped with these about once every three or four months. Hmm. And the, just there are all these software patents are a very confusing part of law, made even worse by the fact that we have nobody. We have no judges in this field who actually know anything about computer programming. Even the ones who have technical backgrounds are normally like mechanical or chemical engineers. Hmm.
0: Um, so then so, are they really suited to to judge this kind of case
3: well, they have. They will be judging it, whether they really know enough to or not. Um, I mean, you you can't you can't say send me to a court that actually is a judge who knows anything about this, because unfortunately, none of them really do. Mm. Um, but what's happened is there a whole bunch of contradictory or really confusing case law out there right now that. They'll say, "Well, you can't do this kind of a software patent," but we'll leave it. We won't say that you can't have any software patents at all. And so everybody's there's this huge mishmash of law and some patents that were issued before the ruling, which probably aren't valid now, including ones like this. And there, it's also wishy-washy, for lack of a better term, that to try to, to try to bring the case through the court system, you're looking at five to eight years at best. Well, only to pay, you know, several million dollars in attorney's fees to get a ruling that may or may not even help you depending on how competent you're able to teach the judge about what's actually at issue here.
0: So this is why you got into law. I see now, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but really well, the, the, oh, sorry go ahead
3: oh I, there there was a wonderful case where a uh, blizzard got a judgment against a uh, a private server company where the lawyer's fees a blizzard asked for and got uh this company to pay their lawyer's fees and the lawyer's fees were six million dollars
0: wow that's you a lot it? of dope so like come on story the playtime Uh, I I, I bug. I I, I joke because I know that Blizzard has a lot of money because they have a lot of players, but um, that that still cannot be cheap, and and it's good that Blizzard did get that kind of of ruling on that case. Now, in your opinion, as somebody who has been trained in law, what do you think is a possible solution to the ongoing issue of um, patents that really should not have been issued? Or is there, a, well, is there an easy one, really?
3: There, there really isn't. Um, if I were dictator for a year, because it'd be a multi-step process, I'd, I'd say that we would need to go ahead and draft very clear rules of, on uh, what kind of software should get a patent or shouldn't. Frankly, I don't think any of it really deserves patents. Um, Because one of the rules that worked up until the 1980s is that you can't patent something mathematical or you couldn't patent any kind of math. Which. Because those were concepts that you did not invent it wasn't created by the hand of man is one of the old tests it's something that just is and so much of computer programming. A lot of that fits more under that description. The other issue is that computer programming also has really strong antecedents in copyright law. I think that would be a much better system. I'd just say get rid of all software patents if I had to deal with it. But that's not going to happen anytime soon.
0: Fortunately, um, I I do think that software patents are not really a common sense thing that make much... They don't make a lot of sense to me as a player and as a geek. I don't really get them, but um, I'm not a lawyer, and uh, I haven't really created a lot in my life that could be patented, so um, I, I can understand that I don't have the right perspective for that, uh, but thank you for your opinions on both of the legal topics that we've had uh, today. Um, really appreciate your, your insight uh, into these topics, and um, the the last topic I want to talk about I want to get you guys' thoughts on the fact that Blizzard uh, broke both of their own records regarding the first 24 hours of sales for Cataclysm and the the month sales of Cataclysm, both breaking records they previously held for PC game sales. What do you guys think of the the 3.3 and the 4.7 million records?
4: I think Bobby Kotick smiled. That's what (laughs) I think. Only seven million.
0: I think that. A four point seven phenomenal million. Phenomenal
2: is a good word. Only four point seven million. That's yeah. it.
0: In the first month. That's
2: it. That's it. Just four point seven. Not but even re- five.
0: But, but but remember, this doesn't include China because China doesn't have it yet, and that is yeah. their largest player base.
2: Also very true. But um,
0: still, if we're just counting Europe, aren't they and North really America, behind? They just got. They just they got, just got brass again. Yeah. Yeah, really behind they had it before and and then they lost it then they got it back again yeah china's a whole mess but um i think of the european and the north american player base um i think this is a large chunk of that player base that is counted in that 4.7 million um i i believe that and this is just a guess uh from what i recall but i believe about at least half of their player base of the 12 million players is in china so um when you take out 6 million players, 4.7 million out of 6 million, that's a pretty high, high percentage.
3: Oh, and the other thing is that so much new stuff came as part of the Cataclysm that, I mean, if you, started, if you decided to roll some more characters, you've got at least a month or two of stuff to play before you even have to buy Cataclysm. So it wouldn't surprise me if their three-month sales are quite high as well same token, I wasn't really surprised. I have a couple that I know that they ended up buying seven copies.
2: That's ridiculous. That's a lot of well, copies. A lot of RAF going on. Two
3: of their accounts, and then they bought ones for myself, my husband, and his brother uh, for Christmas presents. So, Spare accounts? Uh, they each have two accounts themselves, and then they gave us Christmas presents of uh, Cataclysm.
2: Oh, okay. I thought they meant, I thought you meant they bought you, like another account. I'm like,
3: huh.
2: You know, like an actual account account? Base account?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no.
2: You don't need another one of those, eh?
3: No, I, I have n- nowhere near all my 50 tunes uh, taken.
0: Yeah, see, I-, I actually have two accounts, but one is that I got this past Christmas when they had the really cheap special, and uh, I actually haven't bought any playtime for it. So I think I'm probably going to lose the refer a friend I had on it, but it wasn't a big deal, so.
3: I- I'm... That's what I did with my sister, and while it is wonderful to, to introduce a fellow uh, family member to Warcrack, it's it really it's amazing how much more fun the game is, kind of seeing it through the eyes of a newbie. Her, her questions are just, a lot of them are very wonderful. She, she was asking, could she loot eggs if uh, she slaughtered the chicken critters?
0: <laughs> no, but she can get a really cool armadillo pet in time. Just keep killing those chickens. Anyways, um I think that's going to be about it for this uh episode of Group Quest. Uh again, I wanna thank Amy, Matt, uh Nevik, and um
2: <laughs> Here we go. I got my drink ready. I got go my drink ready. <laughs> Drinks in my hand. Teradai. Teradai. Oh I gotta put it down now.
1: Amy's got my back, it's
0: okay. I I, I had it somewhere spelled out. That I would lose it, but I lost it. So yeah, I'm, I'm an idiot. Um, but anyways, uh, thank you all for coming in, coming by. Uh, Amy, how can people find you?
3: Um, the best way at this point, um, I am WowLawbringer on Twitter, and then I am also Wow-Lawbringer.blogspot.com on the rare occasions when I actually post something new.
0: All right, and Maticus
2: at the local pub. That's where you can find me. Actually, Not all of us live in Vancouver. Yeah. Anywhere there's snow, you can also see me, too. Uh, You can find me at, let's see, worldofmadacast.com. That's the main site. And by all means, please, you know, after you're done with this podcast, maybe you can come listen to mine. You know, the Madacast. I know it's cheesy as it sounds. Just saying. A little bit of variety here.
0: And that's not trying to steal
2: away your listeners here, man. Just you know, just trying to expose them some variety, you know. It's not—it's—it's
0: kind of it's not stealing away listeners. It's sharing listeners.
2: Sharing listeners, of course, of course.
0: Because I'm sure my, some of my listeners would love to hear more from one of the best healers in the community. Um, oh no, no, no! I am not a good have, healer. You have that person on your show, right?
2: Oh, oh, oh,
0: oh! oh.
1: I have ointment here for that burn.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm just bugging you, man. I, I you are one of the best healers I've I've ever uh, I've read I've ever read anything from. So thank you very much for coming on the show. And um, Nevik how about you?
4: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nevik James. That's N E V I K J A M E S. Uh, you can also find me at NeviksNotebook.com where I occasionally do still blog. I, I swear I do. And you can also find me and Tara and I on uh, the Overlords, and while we were recording this podcast, Episode 1 just just got dropped onto iTunes, so you might want to go check that out. And you can find that at overlore.twistednether.net.
0: Okay, and uh, Tara and I?
1: I'm on Twitter, at Tara and I, and I am the author of a ahelanesttear.wordpress.com. Awesome,
0: and uh, you said Episode 1 just released Nevik?
4: Yeah, well, episode 0 blame related on that. But um yeah, episode 0 has been up for about a week, I I think since Wednesday, I believe. And hey. episode 1 just went up today.
0: Hey, even here on Dawn Forge Productions, all of our shows will have at least an episode 0, if not an episode negative, because all show all good podcasts need to start out with some tra- some practice episodes. But anyways, uh I do want to thank everybody for listening, um, please do feel free to check us out. Uh, the sh- website is thegroupquest.com. Um, we are a DonForge Productions. You can find the website for DonForge at thedawnforge.com. Um, If you stay tuned there, there will be some new information coming out in the next week or so, and a new show launching uh, hopefully within the next eight days or so. Um, and uh, we do look forward to hearing from everybody. Um, check us out on our live stream at the DonForge. Sorry, DonForgeLive.com, sorry. Um, And uh, that's where you can catch all of our shows live. We will be uh, doing, of course, all things Azeroth on Monday night. And we'll be back here for another group quest next week. That's a uh, 2 p.m. Central Time airing next week uh, with likely an entirely, except for me, international audience. Um, All of them either Australian or European of some sort. Uh, So definitely stay tuned for that. And again, thank you guys for coming on the show. And we'll see you guys next week for another exciting Group Quest podcast.
4: Bye.
3: Thank you for having us on.
0: You're very welcome. It's a
3: pleasure to be here.
0: All right, let me just play our outro here. And then we'll uh, do post-show and all that good stuff.
2: Thank you for listening to... GroupQuest. This is your announcer, David Grizzly Smith. We look forward to your comments at our website, thegroupquest.com. Theme music for the show is Intended Force, from Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. This program is copyright 2009 through 2011 by Don Forge Productions, and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution
1: Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 License.
4: This has been a Dawn
1: Forge production, copyright 2011. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com.
2: More from a general um, perspective. Yeah, I'm on the phone. No, you can't on my phone. I'm I'm kind of busy right now. Do you mind? I got my door closed. My door's closed. Why do you walk in when the door's closed? Do I have to get a sign on my door that says you can't come in? Why does this happen to every podcast I do? My door is closed. Is that not the universal sign for I am busy right now? What the hell is wrong with this? Sorry. I need a drink.
0: (laughs) I think so. I I think so.
2: God, I'm so livid right now. (laughs) I need a freaking go away sign or something. Happens every time I do a podcast. My mom and my dad just comes blaring in. Hey, can I borrow your phone? You hungry? (laughs) want some green tea ice cream? We're going to go out.
4: <laughs> it's going to be the most epic group quest ever.
2: God, man, every time
0: that might be in the outtakes. I, I can't, I can't say that will not be on the outtakes that it won't be the main show, but that might be in the outtakes.
2: I think because it's in every podcast outtake. Like every time my mom or my dad just comes in and just asks me a question and I'm like, Hey, I'm kind of busy right now, but no, like, Oh, drives me nuts.
3: Is this the only time they randomly barge into God,
2: I know. Like, the... like, when I'm reading or I'm doing homework, playing a game, they don't come in. Recording a podcast with cool people like you guys? Hey, Matt, what's up? Can I just borrow your phone? <laughs> Pulling my hair out right now. Anyway, I lost my train of thought, so just, let's just continue on before I lose but... my temper anymore. I'm going to sulk now.
0: All right, let's let's move on here. So, um, so basically, I I have also lost my train of thought. So let, let's move on to another topic because I can't I I can't even go back on that the that last topic.